Welcome to the Shocked Into Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Sanjog Sandu, aka Sinjog, and I'll be your guide as we take the journey from your head to your heart, from the incessant chatter of the mind to the quiet knowing of the heart. There are three episode types, head, heart, and inspire. We'll be talking about getting out of your head, getting into your heart, and interviews with inspirational people who are on the same journey as us. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Shocked Into Awakening. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to the Shocked Into Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Sanjok Sandu, and today we've got a very special guest, Moritz. <laughs> Did did, did I pronounce that correctly? You did very well there, yeah. Absolutely yeah. nailed it. So, so just a little preamble. Before we started the podcast, I, I had to ask if, if, if Moritz's name was pronounced Moritz or Moritz. And there you go, folks. I've nailed it. So it's, so it's a good start to the podcast. So do you just want to quickly tell everybody little bit about who you are, what you stand for, and a, a, a little bit about what you do in this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So, I'm Moritz, or, the, or <laughs> I wanted to say it in German, or Moritz, as I say in German. Um, Lambert, I come from, from Vienna, Austria, and uh, my work there is working as a coach, or some people say trusted advisor. I work with um, small business owners mainly and entrepreneurs, helping them on their journey to developing the life or creating the life, as I like to say, that they really want to live. And um, what I stand for is the potential in everyone to create what they really want. And um, I do that through conversations, through retreats I'm running, uh, I used to be a dancer. Uh, I still do dance and uh, use movement. I used to be a dancer on stage and work with the body, the body work, massage, before I went into coaching. And today I like to combine it in my retreats and, and programs that I run. Wow. That is, that is absolutely beautiful. That is, yeah, that's absolutely be- beautiful. All of that. Thank you. And... So, so my my question to you is so so all of this stuff you've you've you've, you've just talked about about helping people and, and coaching people do, do you help people to 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 dis 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 other their their hearts at all? I think you could say so. Um, what I find many people when they when they come. They have a lot of mental ideas, like um, a lot of beliefs around how their life should be or themselves should be, or even beliefs about who they are um, that often don't survive the process of working <laughs> together. <laughs> and um, what emerges on the other side is is really... I, I you, could, you could call it the heart or you could call it... Um, the freedom to choose mm. so it becomes less rigid it becomes more fluid like what whatever ideas they have about their life whatever ideas they have about the people in their life and they get to see the freedom to create it differently and oh. then really experience that as well wow yeah, yeah. what what oh, I, I was hearing was a lot of people have all, all of these rigid ideas right about who they think they are right right and and and, and what was interesting you hear, hear hearing you talking about them them dis, 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 discovering who they really are but it's more fluid isn't it in, in, in nature and I think that's the perfect description the perfect way to show people the the huge but the subtle difference between the mind, who people think they are, 
and their heart or their true nature or whatever it is before the thought. It's very intuitive, it's very flowy and it's quite hard to describe it. And, and I, I, I think that a lot of people have such a strong belief in who they think they are. And it can be quite difficult for them to, 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 to really step away from that idea and all the identities, all of the labels that they've been associated with for 20, 30, 40 years. So right. how, how do you help help people to, to slowly break away from all of those labels and start to glimpse that fluid and flowy nature of their true essence? Mm. I, I think it's oftentimes a process of inquiring into what 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 one believes and I mean just just looking at myself um, when I decided to go into dance I used to call myself a dancer I still do at some sometimes right and I thought I would be a dancer for the rest of my life that was kind of the thinking that I had at the time I did dance for 12 years and uh, mostly professionally in this time yet when I when I was when I was um, starting to realize that dance might not be the thing that I keep doing for the rest of my life, there was a crisis around my identity, right? Mm. They were seeing like, oh, but what, what then? Like, who am I if I'm not this dancer, right? So how I help people to, to go in there is like posing questions around what they bring. So if somebody comes to me and say like you know like I'm just not I'm just not this person that can speak speak freely with 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 strangers for example right any statement that we pose on ourselves with an I am in it right I'm not like this I am like that I can't do this I can't do that those are all statements of belief right and if those are not in alignment with where a person wants to go, um, in the conversation, what happens oftentimes is that it becomes obvious to this person that they're doing this. So we might look at beliefs together, like what is a belief? Or we might look at the sentence that they just spoke over them. So, or that I speak over myself, if I'm taking myself an ex as an example, it's like saying, oh, and I had this right. Oh, I, I can't, I can't run like a, a a big a big program for people. And it's like, is that true? Mm. And then you you go with the question: Is that true? Uh, I don't know if that's true. Like, what what makes you say that? Yeah, because I've never done it before. Ah, interesting. Oh, so what else? Uh, so I've never done it and I don't know if I can do it. Ah, right. So you don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Great. Now we are at the point where we can actually start working with someone or where I can start working because I get to the fact that I don't know how to run this program that I've never done before or how to do XYZ that I didn't do before. And I think... Part of it might be around helping someone to be okay with not knowing how it's going to unfold. And that oftentimes in itself, apologies, <laughs> in itself can be enough to loosen this grip on the identity that we have created. The, I think I am X, Y, C, right? 100%. 100%. It really is that difference of the I know, right? That's like so, so concrete from the mind. Right. And then there's the I don't know. And then and you reach that point of I don't know, suddenly your mind is like, oh, what? <laughs> and it, 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 it gets a bit scrambled or confused and it stops trying to fix reality in place. Right. And that's when it, 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 it kind of turns off for a little bit and, and you can start really working with 
the the I don't knowness of of of, of life, mm-hmm. which 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 to, to be honest is really where the magic occurs, because from our limited um, human conscious mind, it it really all all it does is take information from the past really, and it tries to predict our future from things that we know. Right. Right. But 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 really, in in this present moment, there's so many possibilities that exist that there's no way that that limited mind could possibly know what is possible. Yeah. So so, so to get to that stage of I don't know is is really where the the the, the beginning of the path of possibilities op- open up for people, and they can really see, oh wow, just because my past in my past this occurred. And it's how I've been viewing myself all these years. It doesn't actually have a reflection on the reality of the moment right now. Yeah. And I think when you get to that point, it's so powerful. But it can also be kind of scary, right? What's been your experience with with either yourself or maybe some of your clients? I think it can be very scary, and if. If we look in the direction of, um, I mean, that that's just the research on, on the brain, right? The brain constantly creates a model of reality. So we never get to experience reality, whatever that is, right? And mm-hmm. that might be another philosophical discussion as well. But the brain is doing that and it tries to preserve energy. And when the view, the prediction gets challenged, the brain has to work again. Right. And want, it doesn't want to do that. Right? <laughs> so it, it, it's the same like with doing hard stuff. Like our body is hardwired to actually preserve energy, which is smart. So if we do like a heavy workout or we get like, oh, we, we get to a new place, right? The brain tries to say like, okay, that's, uh, we don't know that place. So uh, better not go there, right? Stay in what you know. So it can be very scary, right? And also, like the identity, I mean, if we pose the question, who am I? The real answer for most people, in my, in my, my own opinion, right? Uh, so that's not the truth. That's not a fact. That's my opinion. Is that we don't know, right? Because we can have infinite answers to this question. Like, I am this, I am that. And I pick an aspect of the life that has been lived so far and I... So like, this is who I am, right? I'm this body, but it's a different body already. Has been, it looked different. Sometimes it's a bit more brown. Your cells change every seven years. I think it's it's the whole body that's not the same anymore. So it's like, which of the cells are you, right? Mm. Um, inquiring in that or, or, or having a challenge to that, what you thought to be fixed. Yes, it definitely can cause... Um, fear and i i see that also happening um it can happen with with people that i work with and it can happen or it did happen with myself like i think one of the biggest cries of my life has been an an identity crisis where i was really sitting there thinking like what the fuck is going on like what is this life and i was looking at myself and seeing that i had a story about myself and i i saw that that story changed over time and I saw that I don't have the same story of myself all the time so who am I like what is this self that I'm referring to all the time Mm -hmm. because and maybe you have that experience too like uh, one day you think yourself to be this and then the other day you're like oh no I'm not this and I'm like this and then it's like three weeks later somebody says like hey how's it going are you still like rambling with what you said about yourself? And you're like, you totally forgot that, right? So it, it's not even a part of you in that moment anymore. So that you I'm referring to is always changing, always always something different. So for me, like discovering that, it, 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 led, into, it led into quite a intense period of my life, right? Um, people talk about the midlife crisis. I had the <laughs> mid-20 crisis, right? <laughs> Um, hopefully not the mid of my life, <laughs> right? but who knows? <laughs> we don't, right? And um, 
at the same time, it led to my biggest discovery, right? It led into the insight that got me into coaching. It, it created the space for me to, to, to become okay with not having this fixed thing that I thought I am when I say like Moritz uh, is my name. Like, uh, what is that, right? It's a description of something going on. And that's okay. Yeah, wow. Um, any of the, of, the, of the things you just spoke about, I could I could easily just, just talk about any of them. And, and you spoke about so many cool things just then and, and so many powerful ideas. But, but I think one of the most powerful ideas is the idea, like you were saying, of you, of self. And, 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 and that also made me think about the whole self-development industry, right? Right. People are trying to develop themselves, right? But it's like, who are you trying to develop, right? Because, because you, you, you're saying that who who we think we are. If 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 you you, you look at your, your 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 body or your skin, it's constantly changing. So, right. uh, you, you you can't be your body, like you 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 can't be your age because that's literally changing by the second. Yes, and everything's always changing. Right, right. He, he, people can say, "Oh, I, I'm my name," but, but 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 people out there have have changed their names. Loads of people change their name. Right. So so, so who's who's the real them? Their old name right. or the new name? Right. But everything is so unfixed, really. Right. And 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 you 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 would think to yourself, "Who I really am has to be this never changing thing." Surely, like who you really are. Right, like who who you were and you were a kid and who you are now, at its essence, it's pretty much the same thing. If you let go of all of those labels and all all, all, all the other stuff, and, and when you start looking beyond all the labels, and and you start to look inward, you 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 start to have this silent knowingness like a like a very eth- ethereal kind of it's, it's, it's so hard to put into words it's like a, a silent knowing but it's n- not the same i know that, that that comes from the mind it's just like this deep profound silence that's always there but because you've had so much mind activity, buzz, 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 thoughts, 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 feelings, feelings, feelings. Most people have forgotten to look for it or not even look for it, has to rediscover the thing that's always been there. Right, but but who is rediscovering it? <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? right? Right, so I think, I think it's so interesting um, and, and, and you can kind of go on an endless search and then I mean that. I mean that's my take on it. It might be a bit controversial. It, it's for sure controversial. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Um, like whatever we try to find, it's the we that tries to find it, right? And as we just spoke about, that's not fixed, mm. right? So what's fixed in that sense is just this, right now. Like it, it's just this, and it's not like. There is no outside or inside to it, right? You you can say like inside, but inside where? Inside my body? Again, we, we are in the same exploration now, mm. right? So there's never been a separation from this. Only with an idea, only with the idea of like, oh, this is my body. My is an idea, like it refers to part of the story that you have about you, right? So... Yeah. Uh, it, it's quite a mind fuck if you go into it and at the same time when, when you were referring to personal development you know like we could say like who's the person developing itself <laughs> right? as, as it's changing like my if I go to myself like my ideas about myself are not the same anymore as they were years ago what is though is that there's an opening of something called eyes and then there's seeing hearing tasting smelling touching things happening sounds interpretation of the sounds right there is something going on all the time right 
and and beyond the interpretation of it it's just there is a happening it's just happening and that's always going on there's always this this right and i i don't know there, i i've read some interesting research um that i really liked it might again be a bit controversial but uh, the conversation if you say like a conversation about personal development and or the conversation about developing yourself in general, it's the activity of the brain um, developing itself with the idea of a self. <laughs> so it, it's a total mindfuck if you go into that. And it can also be very freeing to see that ultimately what, what we try to develop or get better or like this... The conversation we have with ourselves so many times like oh i'm not not good enough or i'm i'm too much this i'm too much that i'm too loud i'm too lo uh, silent i speak too much i speak too little like all those things really they're not fixed they don't they don't really really have any meaning right what what what's true is what's happening right now and part of that might be a thought that says, oh, this is too much or too little. Right? But if we go that, back to questioning the, the separation of that, it's just one aspect that's happening right now. Damn. <laughs> that, 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 that was a mic drop moment, I think. You can end the podcast <laughs> here, folks. That's it. It's all just happening right now and, and everything else is what it is <laughs> right but, yeah it's, it's, it's so true though and we, we we all think that that that's because we experience a thought for example this person is judging me that thought becomes so hyper focused from us it's almost like we're holding a magnifying glass just onto the thought part of our experience right and then thought is only a small part of our total experience like thinking about sight touch smell all, 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 all of those senses right but not just that there's thought there's feeling there's everything that's happening around us right but and we're having a certain thought that we don't like we literally get this well figuratively not literally but we figuratively get this magnifying glass up hold it up to the thought and we hone in on it so much that it becomes our overwhelming reality and because we're focusing on it, we, 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 we start looking for evidence that that thought is real. And, 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 and I don't know about you, but when I'm looking for something, I, I, I generally find it. Right. right? So, right. So, so all of these negative thoughts we're having in the moment, we're looking for that negative evidence. And, and then we're like, oh, look, see, there's this thing here, this, 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 this person's opposite me. He, 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 he looked a little bit bored for, for a millisecond. Therefore, he's judging me. Right. You know, it's, 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 it's that sort of stuff that happens on a daily basis, especially when we're living in that I knowness. Right. You, you know, what you just said is so, I think it's so key to, to um, if we go back to our individual experience, right? Like the Moritz experience and the Sanjoki experience and the whoever experience, like the listener's experience, whatever we are looking for is what we're going to find. And I, I think that's really like, if we talk about creating, which which we sometimes do like, you know, in our personal development world, or for sure in the world that I'm in, Sometimes I, I, I have this wonder about creating or is it just the looking of it, right? So by looking, for example, by looking for for kindness and love in people, you find kindness and love in people. If I'm looking for um, reasons to, to say like people are, are selfish and... Um, and everyone is just caring for themselves, so I will find evidence for that, right? The world is always giving you what you're looking for. There's this beautiful story, I don't know if you know that, um, from a Sufi master, like a, it's kind of a wise man in, 
in the uh, Eastern culture, right? And um, uh, a person comes to him and, and asks for like, hey, I, I would love to know how it is to live in your city. Um, how are the people here? I'm trying to move away from home uh, over here. And he asks, so how are the people where you live right now? And the person says, oh, the people are horrible. Everyone is so negative and, and they don't really like talking with each other. Um, yeah, it's not a nice atmosphere. Nobody helps nobody. Mm -hmm. And the Sufi master replies, this is exactly what you're going to find here. And then the other person comes and I, by you nodding, I know you know the story. I'm going to finish it. Um, then the other person, another person comes a couple of months later and asks the same questions like, hey, I would love to move in the city. How is it to live here? And the Sufi master asks, how is it to live where you, where you come from? And the person says, wow, man. People are lovely. Everyone is helping everyone. I, I really appreciate it. I know my neighbors. I know my, like the people on the streets are greeting each other. I really love the people. I will really miss the people over there, but I'd love to move. And the Sufi master looks at him and says, this is exactly what you're going to find here. Yeah. Wow. That is, that is such a, a, a great story for, for what, what you look for is 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 going to be exactly what you find, right? And it is is so true. What what an example I I I got of this is is I currently live in London, right, in the UK, and nearly everyone you speak to is like, oh, Londoners are so miserable. They're so miserable. So many people describe Londoners as being miserable. They never talk to each other, right? That's how they're experiencing them. I refuse to experience them like that. Right. I I literally went out with a big sign that said free hugs, right, to, 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 to test out if really Londoners were so miserable. If if the the, the other people who, who, who were saying that Londoners are miserable were correct, then th theoretically I would receive very little hugs, yeah? Right. Fair enough. I went out for, for, for well, only 15 minutes and I got 10 hugs. Right. Which for, for a bunch of miserable people is quite good, right? Right. And, the, and that's also a perfect example of what you're putting out, people see and, and, and would, would like to give back as well. Yes. If, if hypothetically you're going out there with this like, filter of the world that people are miserable, you're going to be looking for the people that are miserable. Right. But in, 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 in my experience, speaking to lots of strangers, they've all been lovely. I've had so many wonderful conversations with like a stranger on the tube or just somebody out walking their dog. And it's like each person is a reflection of you, really. And, 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 and that's, been some, that's been something I've been finding. Each person is really this, this, this mirror of you. Right. I can't explain how it works. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but it's something I keep finding. Back a few years ago, when I really hated myself, who, who, whoever myself is. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I thought I hated myself. That. And, sorry, can, can I just yeah, hone in on that? That's in. such a good catch. I thought I hated myself. I just wanted to point that out that's so well phrased thanks man yeah it, it's true though we we think we think we're anxious or we feel we're anxious we think we're depressed we we think that pe people are judging us because of this because i have a stutter that was my big big enemy right it's like oh my god I am a stutterer and I kept thinking that I kept labeling it I am a stutterer and then do 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 you, you know what happened and I was always in that I'm a stutterer box that I'm mm. a stutterer label mm. it was my reality but as, as, as soon as I realized 
that stuttering again is another label. It's a thought created thing. And I've pretty much made up all the meanings on top of whatever happens with my speech. Suddenly I've found myself in, in the other camp. I'm like everybody else. And sometimes I experience this thing that people call stuttering. Mm -hmm. And it's a totally different experience. Yeah. And yeah, sure, I, 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 I do still sometimes experience stuttering but it doesn't carry the same heavy burden that it used to. And I remember I used to think like, oh, why, why has God done this to me? You're like, oh my God, my life sucks and this and that. But it really took some courage to realize that it was self-created. A lot of it was self-created. And it was just these thoughts that I was believing in again and again and again, but really none of it has to be true. None of it even is true. We just choose, <laughs> we just choose that these thoughts are true. They are the reality. Right. Right. You know, like it's such a, such a great, such a great share. And I love what you said about London, right? Um, I, you said, you said a, a beautiful sentence there. I refuse to experience people that way, right? And I think if we go back to this question that you asked me in the beginning, like what do I do with people? Um, I I love when people get to this point where they see that they have a choice to experience the world differently. To be like, okay, I could think that Londoners are miserable or... I could think that everyone is open to experience and connect with other people, right? And not even trust that, but test it. Like, what happens if I see the world like this? Like, to your example, uh, I was at the laundry store, so I'm staying longer in London, and I had to wash, wash some clothes. So I went to this laundry place, I go in there, and... I think I never washed clothes in a laundry place before. So I'm, I'm looking around like, and there's this older couple next to me and, and I'm, I'm going to the, to the machine and the gentleman is saying something like quietly to the woman. And, and then I, I realize he's saying like, I think he needs help. So this woman walks over to me and like, hey, can I help you? Right. So they help me, tell me like how to, how to use the machine there. And then... She's like, do you have any powder? I'm like, I don't have any powder. She's like, you don't. But how are you going to wash? I give you some, right? And she reaches and she gives me like not the powder, but two of those, um, I don't know, you just throw them in the washing machine and then they kind of, yeah, um, melt away in, in it. Right? And she gives me that and she asks me where I'm from and tells me a little bit about them and her husband and her and... And the husband was kind of like a man of, of little words, right? But then when I, when I said, like, what's your name? And I asked her, and then I turned to him and I asked him. He was lighting up, like, had a big smile on his face. And, and just saying, oh, my name's Mick, right? <laughs> and and then, then he would ask me, like, oh, is the weather also cold in, in, in Vienna, where you come from? I'm like, yeah, it's, it's quite cold as well, right? It's very similar, the weather maybe a little bit less rain and he was laughing and so we had a pretty good time there i think that's 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 available for all of us if we if we get to see that some of the things we believe are truly just that a belief nothing more nothing less and if we drop it it's not just you're gonna find what you're looking for but if you start looking for different things your life experience is going to be different. If I see myself as somebody who never, like, who never manages to exercise, I'm like a lazy pers person, I can't do sports, right? And when I was working with teenagers, people said, oh, I hate sports, I'm not a sports person. Right? That, that, that's a fucking label, that's not true, right? What happens if I believe that? Yeah, I'm not going to exercise my whole life. Then I'm going to get, start gaining weight when I get plus 30 because your metabolism slows down and you eat probably the same amount. I mean, that's for sure what happened for me. 
And um, so then you just get reconfirmed your beliefs about yourself. But what happens if you drop that and and then you get to play and you say like, I am that I love being fit, right? I'm a person who loves fitness. Okay, play around. What does a person do that loves fitness? If I believe that about myself, it's so way easier to take the actions that I actually want to take, right? We we had this conversation now about being, being, doing, having, right? The being creates the doing that we do and the doing that we do creates the having. If we get to see that, that we can actually play around with that and choose, not only like choose what we see, but also choose the who sees, right? I can be the person that, yeah, runs around with the belief that Londoners are miserable, so I am that Londoners are miserable. I'm the person that sees it that way, and then I can think like, yeah, I know Londoners are miserable, but maybe I'm going to see a person that smiles today, right? But I still fix myself as knowing, Mm -hmm. and there is back to the, I know that Londoners are miserable. Or I get to really drop that and go behind that, and see like, okay, no, that that's also doesn't have to be true. So if I were, like, who would I need to be to experience people as open, loving, and, and, and kind, right? So then I run around with saying that like, people are open, loving, and kind. What can I, what am I doing when I, when I'm that person? Right? Am I gonna be unkind to somebody who doesn't smile right away? No. Probably I keep kind because I know people are loving, open, and kind. It, it, it's truly, it creates miracles. I can't tell you like how many times I had a good conversation with somebody where even the person next to me said like, oh, this waiter is not really nice. Mm. And I refused, as you said, to buy that and be like, you know, I just don't know what this person is living right now. So could be, could not be. I'm going to stay nice, open, and kind. Because I know people are nice, open, and kind, right? Ten minutes later, this guy is telling you, like, oh, I had a horrible shift today. Thank you so much for asking, da 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 da, da. right? So that was a long rumble, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was, it was really good. And and I love how you tie all of that into refusing. Mm. And, uh, yeah, that ha- would, would be a good... T- Time to have a have a high five, but, but obviously we're a little bit too far. On the high fives. So, 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 so I'm going to do it to myself, and that's the high five for you. Uh, yeah, it's it's so true, and it's all just this lens, isn't it, of the world, and it's it's, it's literally this filter that we can choose, right. and that's so powerful when you choose a different filter. Right. But my question now is, what's the difference in this and stuff like? positive thinking and affirmations because because i've tried things years and years and years ago affirmations and positive thinking but it felt like i was just being overly fake and it didn't feel real or true to me and it didn't change anything right so so what what's the difference in, in your opinion from all of that kind of stuff and this new way of being and choosing to view a world in a certain way so it's very hard. It's very hard to say something to yourself if who is receiving it. So me as, as like, let's say me as Moritz now is like, is still seeing themselves as a person like X, Y, Z. So for example, if I see myself as lazy and I just tell myself, Oh, I, I, I love fitness. I love fitness. And I read it out to myself every morning. There is, there is a chance that it can influence me, right? It can maybe loosen the belief I have about myself. But what's often more likely to happen is just that, you know, like it's, it's like reading a fiction book. It doesn't really do something to you. you. You like the story. You can relate to the story and stuff, but it's not true. You know, it's fiction, right? And, um, the difference from that, from, from, or, or like sugarcoating, I, I call it sometimes sugarcoating your reality is like 
putting nice stuff on top of it like oh no they never said that to me or like no no la 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 it's all fine it's all fine while while your your leg is actually broken right um i don't really think that that's the way to go but it ties into the fear that we experience when we actually question our identity like the reality of certain beliefs that we have about ourselves and i think that's why why a lot of the conversation can resonate a lot with people in, in, in the beginning and it has certainly with me, right? Because you believe there's nothing nothing that really needs any deeper exploration. I'm just going to write down on a piece of paper what I would like to have in my life or who I would like to be and then I'm going to say this one minute in the morning and I, I get it all, right? I get it all. That's not really how I see it working. Maybe it does, uh, not in my experience. And the difference from that to to choosing who you're being is to in order to choose who you're being, you have to see the non-reality of what you currently believe. You have to see that you actually don't know, right? that there is actually no fixed thing in the thing you're trying to change or you're wanting to change, right? So before I can see myself as different, so I'm going to share, like, I'm going to see if I have an example out of my own life. I'll give you one. So I, I learned... I, I had a, a different upbringing than most people and I learned writing quite late in my life. And my writing, um, I didn't like my own writing. And I would train myself to write with a sentence saying like, I'm not a good writer. I'm not a good writer, right? And so I, I had this belief I'm not a good writer because people around me, they all started writing before me and da, 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 and then I started writing and I made mistakes and people talk. So I, I somehow in around this age developed this idea about my writing is shit. And not only my writing is shit, I am a bad writer, right? And I would have, like what happened as a result of that believe was I would refuse to to do writing wherever I could right if somebody's like oh yeah let's play a game and writing was involved I would say ah, I'm not in the mood and stuff right so as a result of that I got to write very little less than other people so as a result of that my writing wasn't good so as a result of that I had the confirmation for my belief that I'm a bad writer when I got into personal development, I I got the, the opportunity to question that belief about myself. And for the first time, I had a conversation with myself being like, it might be just that I'm in a rush when I'm writing because I don't like writing based on what I think about myself. And what if that's not true? What if I can actually write nicely? So I've been with this change of belief. It, it, it was not like one day to the other. It was really truly then stepping more and more into writing. And if you go on my social media, you see I write quite regularly, right? And also my handwriting improved. And it got to the point where I'm running a retreat and I have a board and I write in English and I never learned proper, like I never learned the grammatics of English, nothing. I, I Like the English I'm speaking right now is because I talk to people and I watch movies. No way. Yes. Wow. So I never studied English, even in school, not really. I, when I came out of school, I could say like, hi, my name is Moritz <laughs> and I'm from Vienna. And that was it. Right. Wow. And so when I... When I then started to, to, to question that belief, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm running a retreat and I'm now, I still, I started to feel the anxiety of writing in front of the whole group. But what I got to practice was basically saying like, no, I can write. Like, I know that I can write. 
I am someone who can write. And as a result of that, I would write on the board. What happened, somebody said like, oh, this, this word is not the right way. So what, what did I do? Throw away the pen and be like, oh yeah, I knew it. <laughs> no, I would ask, how is it written correctly? Oh yeah, like this. Okay, great, right. So now I don't have any inhibition anymore to that. But I first had to see that it might not be true, right? So it was a long story to bring this point of that for me is the difference between choosing a new way of being and, and just writing something on the board. When I choose, like, i give you another example. I choose to be of service and I choose to be a love. That, that's one of the statements I'm living by whatever that means for anyone, right? Uh, might sound whatever. What does it mean to be love? It's my own definition, right? Um, and something happened in a training where I was. I work as a coach. Somebody worked with me and they decided to, to be with another coach, right? They chose another coach in the training. And I... I don't know if you can relate to that. It's like you, you're in a in a process. You have a deal with a person, then they they choose to go with another company, mm -hmm. right? And of course, it's professional, and there's nothing on it in that sense. Still, something happened for me, right? What happened for me? I felt a contraction. I felt a bit like ah, right? Oh, it, maybe I'm not as good as this other coach is, right? So. When I choose to be loving or when I choose to be of service, I'm not going to go with my contraction that says like, oh, I'm not a good coach. So instead, what I did was I walked up to them and congratulated them to the decision. I walked to the coach and said, oh, man, I'm so happy you're working now with this person, right? I'm really happy for, for you. I'm really happy for them. And... I would share with the with the people in the training what just had happened for me because I refuse to I refuse and here's the refusal again go with the other story that says like oh I'm not this I'm not the and that that for me is the difference it's not like it's not like oh I just write down a sentence on a piece of paper and then it is so it is seeing that, seeing the possibility that the other part is not real and then actually living it. I think that's that's what we don't get if we if we run with the affirmation. We kind of hope that saying it one minute in the morning is doing the job. But if you're not living the statement that you're putting there, it will not it will not transform anything. Mm. There's there's two points here, so so the 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 first point is 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 a parallel that I was able to make from your story to myself, and then then the second point I'm going to bring up later is how people think that it needs to be a change in thought first, and then their actions will uh, will will uh, occur after that. Actually, the action comes first, and then the thought will probably change later. That's what I'm going to talk about in a sec. But what, what was absolutely remarkable for me, as you were talking about how you were doubtful about your writing, and you started to avoid writing, yeah. and then you were hyper-aware of your mistakes. Mm. That's the same experience for stuttering. No joke. Yeah. Exact same thing, but in, 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 instead of using the word writing... You use the word speaking. Right. The story is the same. Right. They're remarkable. Right. Yeah. So it was just um, um, amazing hearing your experience of of, of of your version of stuttering. And right. Yeah. It's, it's so true how it's all about what you start believing about yourself. Right. And, and then as a result of you choosing to avoid writing, of, 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 of course you're writing's not going to be as good because you're not, you're not doing it as much. Right. Right? But, but you start thinking, oh, I knew it was this and it's always been this way. Right. So it's, it's, it's really awesome that, that you're able to see 
that it was just a belief in, in, your, in your later years when you started doing personal development. Right. And then just start challenging it and say, hold on. What if I can be a good writer? Right. What if? And that puts you in that world and that land of possibilities. Right. Amazing. That really does come from who you're being. Not thinking about it like, okay, I'm a good writer. I'm a good writer. Like 10 times in the morning, 10 times at lunchtime, 10 times in the evening. That won't do anything if your whole body rejects the idea. And this brings me to the second point where most people think that they need to change their thoughts, change their thoughts first, and then, and then they'll feel confident enough to take the action. Really, in my experience, how it works is you change your actions first, i.e. who you're being. You change the action, and as, and as a result, your, your thinking naturally changes over time. And my ex- explanation for that is, is that I view the, 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 the brain or the mind as, as, as this like hard drive of experiences that have occurred in our past. And, and our thoughts are being created in the moment from things from the past. So, so we're, we're not actually seeing what's really occurring in reality in front of us. We're seeing through a filter that our brain has quickly scanned and said, okay, this person is like this from the past. This is like this from the past. This environment reminds me of this past environment. Mm-hmm. And it takes all the information out of the hard drive, plops it in the moment, and you experience thoughts related to the past. Mm-hmm. So, so for, for example with you, if, if, if you were to, like your example you were giving of, of writing on the board in English, even now, you still had that thought, right? Oh, what if I'm a bad writer? Yeah. That thought had nothing to do with the current moment. It was something from your past, right. correct? So that that's what happens to everyone is the fears of public speaking, fears of this, fears of judgment. But they think it's reflective of the reality. It's all from the past. Yes. And rather than trying to change your thoughts, what I... I really like to imagine is the hard drive example. How 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 do you up 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 update your hard drive for the future? It's by changing your actions in the moment so that in the future your 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 your, your brain hard drive's past reference is the action you take right now. Right. Does that make sense? Right. I'm not sure if I it's like that. it's like so for example, um, that's how I'm getting it right now. And you can correct me if that's not. So for example, in that moment when I'm about to write, it's like, who am I choosing to be? I'm choosing to be the person that's gonna write this, right? And even if my brain goes, oh, but you can't, and what if they laugh at you, blah, 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 whatever it might be, right? Um, choosing the action anyway, right? And I think that's where most people get mixed up and it goes back to what the brain does when it has to change, right? It refuses. It, it, wants, it wants us or it wants to keep the body where it is, safe, right? It wants to keep... Um, it, it doesn't necessarily want to, to put effort in, right? And if we change something, there is an effort if you want to call it that like the brain has to change uh, circuits and, and connections in the brain have to change and um so what what i what i get there is if i think if i think first i have to feel like doing it before i can do it i think that's honestly like that's my opinion now but honestly, I think that's one of the biggest bullshits out there in be it the spiritual community, be it like, I don't know, like the alignment community, however you want to call all this mm. stuff out there. I truly think it's bullshit because if you look, and, and that's now science and it so aligns with my own experience. If you look at the scientific evidence, this will never happen. You never wake up necessarily like and especially if you had the experience of doing a hard workout and be like oh yeah i really feel like doing this hard workout now sweating for two hours lifting weights which is uncomfortable 
right? You never have that voice in your head. You have the voice in your head that says like, man, oh, I could sleep like 20 minutes longer. And like, often that happens, right? And if I look at, and, and I did work with, with high level performance, I did work with um, people that did quite amazing things, be it in my practice or in my former work with dance and stuff. Everyone has the same conversations in their head. But the people that perform or the people that really create stuff or the people that change their behaviors are the people that don't wait for this magical, relaxed feeling saying like, man, you got the writing now. I know you can do it. I love you. You're enough for writing now. Doesn't matter what's going to happen. They will smile at you. I, I no, that's not how change happens. I mean, it would be lovely, but but it's seldom the case. Let's say. Definitely, and it's so funny hearing you talking about that, because I, I've also experienced it. You know, I I I like to think of myself as spiritual, and there's this concept in spirituality of of of, of something feeling true for you or not. You know, right. it's, it's, it's like, oh, uh, feel with your heart or feel with your intuition and see if what you're doing is true for you. But I think loads of people use that as an excuse. And so, 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 so maybe something is secretly true, but, 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 but their mind is like, this isn't true for me, so I'm not going to do this. And it's just all, like you said, it's bullshit to stop you from taking that action. My question is, how do you discern between that 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 in, in in intuitive voice which is actually saying, hold on, this this action you're taking isn't true for me. It's right. it's it's not aligned and it's not with your heart, versus you just believing the bullshit and pretending like something's not true just to escape taking an action that really you know you should be doing. Um I think I would love to give you a clear answer on that. And I think it's more like figuring it out as I go. That would be my more true answer. Because, I mean, if we were to, if if, if there was like this clear intuitive voice, like really speaking what's the best, best for us, and there would be a clear way to discern it, I think we would have by now all discovered it and and run with it. And I truly, I like, I don't think it, there is this clear way. It's like you get a, knit, a hinge or a hutch, but you get it also. It could be that it comes from your brain. It could be that it comes from somewhere else. It, it doesn't really matter. And we're still living in the truth of we don't know the future. And based on that, it's like, it's more like a, a compass, very very like um, you don't have like all the directions in you don't have a GPS that gives you like to the meter exact where you need to go you have like oh that's north mm-hmm. right you start walking there and then there is there is something coming in the way so you have to figure out the path around so I think it's more for me intuition is more like that sometimes it comes up in the moment I'm like oh I need to go there or I need to call mm-hmm. this person or I, I, I in a coaching conversation something comes up for me and I share it um, and then it hits on the, like the person's like, whoa, that was the perfect thing to say. Or what comes out is like really revealing, like, okay, great, great that I shared what, what came to my mind. Right. I didn't know what it would mean. So that that's happening. But I think it's always in moment to discern. I don't have a strategy for that. Um, and I can say that sometimes the things that felt like an intuitive hit, were the most scary decisions to take. They didn't feel necessarily, maybe in the moment it's like, wow, I really would love to do that. But then what, everything that happened afterwards was just like, oh my God, I, I can't do this, it's too much, I can't blah, 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 right? So I don't have the perfect way to discern and I have made the experience in my own life and I see it like going to this to what you shared before when we use feeling as a barometer for what we want to do or not, it, it, it's, 
it's fucking hard to discern if you just have a craving for something right now or if it's your intuition your wisdom speaking in that moment it's it's pretty difficult i mean and and here's the second part most of the time we explain experience after it happened so i go somewhere and i eat the donut based on what i'm gonna tell myself after the conversation i have with myself after it was either a treat and it was really good and you know like sometimes you just need to allow yourself this donut and i'm just taking care of myself i don't want to be this extreme person right and then it's okay or you have the conversation afterwards being like oh again you said you wouldn't eat sugar and here you do it again oh man why did you give in to this blah blah blah, blah. And both conversations, I think, are optional to the fact that you ate the donut, right? So if you, if I give you a, a different answer, is I know that something was right for me because I did it. And that's basically the only way I can judge it. <laughs> it's like, okay, how did you know to go here? Because I'm here, I did. right? I yeah. did. Mm. And, and the rest is is just a lot of conversation we have in our heads. Wow. Wow. And, and that really ties us back to the beginning of it's just happening. Right. You said right in the beginning, right. just happening right. right now. Right. And it is always happening right now. Right. And we, 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 we do have this narrator voice in our heads commentating. Right. Whatever action is currently flowing and sometimes it feels like the voice is in charge of the action but really it's just this thing that's buzzing around our heads and you you can take any action right you can take any action that that, that is currently happening right now right and and the, the voice is always going to be there it's always going to have a thing to say right and it's always going to be scared right it, it just loves being scared but the, the the brain's like a survival based mechanism or organism or machine whatever and it will always look for fears. But once you realize it's all an illusion, literally like, uh, I, 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 I love the, the example of somebody being scared of the boogeyman, right? Yeah. And, but, but as, as soon as you realize that those, that those hairy sh sh shadows on the wall aren't actually anything real, it's, it's as to your curtain, for example. Yes. And there is no boogeyman. Yes. It's literally an illusion. You're like, you're like oh, wait. And then, then from that moment onwards, you, you can never really be scared of the boogeyman again. Right. You, sure, sure. You, you can still experience those shadows of your curtain and you can experience the fear, a right. little bit maybe, of the boogeyman. Right. But you know, there's a deep knowing now. It's not real. So it's right. all good. And I think that's just that's just what's occurring in the lives of all of us is growing up we we make up things and then we get to see that it's not real and the more we are in this conversation around what is real and what is optional the more freedom we get from those initial interpretations of our brain like it it's as you said it's predicting it's predicting it's predicting and it presents an image to us and and you get to be like with a movie you get to be like wow yeah it looks scary but i kind of know mm. it doesn't necessarily is right and that i think that's really a good place to start yeah that's a really good place to start and also end the <laughs> podcast i feel like that's a beautiful place to start when you realize everything in the mind is an, is an illusion, then you're able to look beyond that and connect with something deeper, which is, which is what I like to call the heart. Yeah. Other people might call it something different. Universe, God, spirit, in, in, spirit, intuition, whatever. Life. But it's all the same thing. But whatever is before thought, connecting to that, I feel like, is heart. And it's just, it, it is a beautiful place to start a beautiful place to stop and 
<laughs> that was another mic drop. That was a mic drop. But uh, just just quickly before we, 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 we go from the podcast, how can people reach you and how can they stay in touch or see more of your work out there? Um, so the best way is is to go to my website. It's moritzlambert.com. It's um, Moritz is with T-Set and um, Lambert. Yeah, maybe maybe you can spell it out for people. Well, <laughs> I'll have a little link in the description, I'm sure. Beautiful. And then, um, then I'm on social media. I'm, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and um, playing, toying around at the moment with uh, um, TikTok, where I mostly nice. post um, business-related content. Mm. I, 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 I know about you, but I, I had a huge resistance with, with going on to TikTok. Yeah. Did you as well? I did. Yeah. I did. And I was pleasantly surprised. Same. Right? I, I put on, but that, that might be for our private conversation. I just started putting on content and I really found that um, the algorithm works well to, to show it to people that are actually interested in your content. 100%. Yeah. I, I was also pleasantly surprised. But anyway, that's a different conversation. Yes. And, and I just want to say thank you for, for coming on the podcast. I'm sure uh, it's, it's been a, an amazing conversation for me. Uh, I've learned lots. I've, I've, I've enjoyed the interaction. I'm sure that all, 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 all the people back home listening from wherever you're listening from, guys and girls, I'm sure you have had an amazing time as well. Thank you, and thank you so much for doing it. You're a wonderful podcast host. Thank you for having me on the show. Thanks very much. Thank you for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I'd love to hear what you got from it, your takeaways and insights. So feel free to message me on Instagram at shockedintoawakening. I'm looking forward to hearing from you and I hope you have a great day.